In, in lightning. Inspirational. Inspirational. Powerfully refining. Powerfully refining. And unapologetically controversial. Conversations with, with the Royal Impress. The entire world knows the secret of who you are. Now is the time to step into your queendom and become the Royal Empress that you're meant to be. One woman at a time. Conversations with the Royal Empress. Now Akima, she's the analytical Empress. Akima, she's the Empress that will challenge you. And Lakeshe Nadira, she's the Empress who tells it like it is. Now, straighten up your crown and be elevated through conversation. Conversation with the Royal Empress. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. This is Akila, and joining me are my co-hosts, Lakeshe Nadira and... Hakima, on this week's episode, we are touching on domestic violence. Should the same rules apply for men and women? Well, to quote my fellow co-host, Hakima, the old narrative, men shouldn't hit women. But the new narrative, men and women shouldn't hit each other. All right, let's get to it. You know, men are, you hear the often repeated phrase, men should not harm women, women, men should not put their hands on a woman. Um, it's not right for a boy to hit a girl. Um, these are things that we hear often. And like I said, I'm, I agree. I agree um, that a man should not aggress a woman. I don't believe in a man disrespecting a woman physically, mentally, spiritually, in any kind of way, socially, however it's done. But my question becomes, if a woman feels the need to physically lay her hands on a man um, and do the unthinkable, whether it's hit him, slap him, punch him, spit at him, whatever the case might be, and we see this, I've seen this, I'm sure, um, you all have seen some of these videos that's floating around of a woman doing, you know, the things that I just named, and then the man just getting to a point like, and and, and so a lot of the videos I've seen, it it wasn't a situation where the man, the woman hits the man, and then he just bang hit her back. <laughs> it was a situation where she kept punching him, kept kicking him, kept hitting him, kept spitting on him, kept throwing something, or whatever the case might be, and then after so many blows then he decided that, nope, not going to do this no more. So my question becomes, like, when do you draw the line and what is the appropriate response when you have a woman who has become or is acting other than herself by, um, you know, act or behaving in this manner? and feeling as if that it's appropriate for her to go toe-to-toe with a man, you know? I think it depends on the woman. And I think it depends on the nature of what she's doing. I've raised my son not to put his hands on a woman, and I told him not to hit girls. And, in fact, what I told him was, because he asked that question growing up, well, what if she does this to me? And I said, unfortunately... If you hit her back, more than likely you're the one that's going to jail. So you have to be very careful with that situation. And I told him, I said, so if if it's possible to restrain her, you can restrain her without hitting her or or harming her just to kind of show, you know, the difference that, that I'm stronger than you and I can do this. However, if she is doing something in which your life is in danger, that's that's all bets are off. So so that's what I mean when I say it, it really just depends. 
um, on what the situation is. If a woman is coming at you with a weapon that can end your life, then, you know, as a man, you have the right to protect your life by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. But just the ordinary, oh, she's just acting crazy and, you know, kicking and screaming, and you know that she she really physically cannot harm you, Yeah, and I hear what you're saying, um, but see, most of the um, situations that I've seen is not that old. She slapped you, she hit, you know, it's not the old cutesy, just young woman or woman or whomever who is um, not really causing any harm. I'm talking about these extreme cases. And I don't know, has anybody seen videos or has anybody witnessed or does anybody know of situations where a woman has physically assaulted a man over and over and over again, you know, I, in I a way. I personally physically assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> in my younger well, days. Well, I mean, if you, if you want to really talk about it, so have I. <laughs> you know, so that's the truth be told. Right. So have I. Now, was right. it right? right? Was it right? No. Was it right? No. Am I saying it's no? It wasn't right, but uh, so I understand that you can be taken there. And so what I will say is that I appreciate the men showing restraint and not right beating me into a pulp. Right, um, right. No, I. I was. I'm, I've been there too. I think I we've had this conversation other, now. I think about it. Right. And when I was acting other than myself, yes, we have. Right. We <laughs> have had this conversation, and I have. I've meet myself. I've done the same thing, and like you said, I thank God for His mercy and for His grace and His divine intervention in my affairs. Absolutely. That I did not become a statistic. Because the person, you know, decided that they would restrain themselves. Because, see, the thing about it is it is natural. Just as we are taught, you know, some people may turn the other cheek. I was not raised on turning the other cheek. That was not the culture, you know, in which I came up in. That is not my belief system. I come from... You kill my cat, I'm going to kill your dog, okay? So when you ask of a man to do, and that's because that is natural. You know, when you are dealing with somebody attacking you, somebody harming you, it is natural for you to respond. It's natural. Would you all agree that it's natural for a man or a woman or whomever a being to respond when they're being attacked. So what is being asked of a man when he happens to be attacked by a woman is to really go into a, a upper room somewhere, to, you know, spiritually, to really rise. And I know we have this conversation. That way, though. No, this is true, but I guess what I'm getting to, it's not a matter of if they can or if they can't. It's a matter of, I won't say um, what's expected, but I guess, you know, and I guess we kind of are touching on it, but what is the most appropriate way to handle it when you know already that it is not the nature of any human being, whether it be male or female, not to naturally defend themselves. So, yes, I get it. I do understand, and I teach my children the same thing. I have two male, three male boys. And they know that, no, it is not appropriate for you to put your hand on a woman. It is not. But at the same time, you know, what if I'm that uh, mother who finds out that it was my child on one of these videos, you know, like I see them floating around and a woman or a young girl is literally attacking, you know, my child, beating them, you know, upside their head, doing all kind of things that are in complete violation. Am I saying, oh, we'll knock her out? <laughs> no. Yes, restrain her to the best of your ability, but I guess what I'm saying is we're living in a world now where this is happening far too much and it's absolutely out of control. So if 
a person feels that they can, you know, a woman I'm speaking of, if you feel like you are able to play with the fire, don't be upset if the fire happens to blow your behind up. Am I saying that it's right? Is it justice? And I'm just asking the question because at the end of the day, no one should be putting their hands on anybody, male, female, or indifferent. But it's natural for a man or a woman to defend themselves. Um, you were going to say, Hakima? You know, a lot of the violence against women is not the scenario where a woman is hitting a man and he's trying to defend himself. It's the violence is more or less a thing of control. Women are looked at as objects. She breaks up with him and he gets upset. You'll break up with me and now he's whooping her down. Or so, but see, that's not what I'm talking about, though. But I'm just saying, like, when we talk about the violence, you know, hitting a woman and that, yeah, there's a situation where a, 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 a girl hits a guy so many times and he's like, I have to get get her up off of me. Yeah, that's that's one case. But, you know, much of the, the violence against women or men hitting a woman has been more controlled. And I agree with you. I do. I agree with you. Most of the cases that I've seen in terms of domestic violence, it, it usually that is the root of it, you know, control when you're dealing with um, violence against women. But there is still a percentage where that is not the case. I mean, there There's are a men, small there are percentage. No, absolutely. There are men who have experienced being the victim of domestic violence. You don't hear about them a lot because for many reasons. They don't want to come forth about it because it's embarrassing. Who wants to say that I got my behind beat down by a woman? Who wants to admit that, man, I've been, she's been kicking my butt since the beginning of the relationship. We've been together for 15 years. Nobody wants to come forth and say anything like that. So I really am speaking about the minority, not necessarily the majority. I mean, violence is, is violence. You know, unfortunately, in this world, there is no respect for the woman, and especially not the black woman. So, unfortunately, she's getting beat down on all levels, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, socially, in every area of her life. So I'm definitely not, and I'm a woman, and I'm a woman who stands up for the rights and advocates on behalf of women. So I'm definitely not saying that um, it's something that I uh, agree with, nor am I saying, you know, that I'm, or I'm not trying to find any loopholes or anything like that, but I guess I was really just asking the question for that minority. And I, I don't even know how much of a minority it is because it seems like, and this is just based on my own experience, I've, I've spoken with women um, who have been challenged with not knowing how to keep their hands to themselves when it comes to assaulting a man. But we don't hear this a lot. You know, we don't hear this a lot. But now let me ask so you that's a question. Probably, sure. Let me ask you a question because when we think about that, sometimes there's an underlying reason that, that you have women who do that. And so we can talk about the fact that it happens, but why does it happen? And sometimes it happens because that woman has actually at some point in her life either seen domestic violence at the hands of a man or been the victim of domestic violence um, from a man. And therefore, sometimes they respond in that manner towards men as an aggressor because they feel like that's one way of protecting themselves. It's also, I agree with you wholeheartedly, but so, it doesn't make it right. I'm not saying it's right, but... There's still mm-hmm. there's still a reason behind it, and so maybe if there's always going to be a reason. If a, maybe, mm-hmm. but maybe if we understand why they do it, and they can figure out, maybe other women can figure out. Okay, this is why I do this because ultimately I'm trying to prove a point. I'm trying to prove that I'm not mm-hmm. a victim. And Akiva, I'm I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that that is oftentimes the case. Most of the time it's a woman who's been aggressed in some way or she has had to defend herself or, you know, it's just a, a, a response um, because of history that she's had. I agree. Um, but I wonder, you know, just like we're asking the question, 
well, hey, you know, maybe this is what happened to her. And we're trying to more so, you know, be, you know, do the investigative mode to say, huh, you know, maybe this is her background, but do we take the same approach when it comes to a man? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think women or men in this country or just, you know, even, I won't even say this country, I won't limit it to this country because that's definitely not the case. But I don't think that when we're talking about the difference between the violence that's perpetrated towards men versus violence that's perpetrated towards women, meaning women towards men and men towards women, it's definitely definitely not an even playing field. And I know the question wouldn't be posed if it was the opposite way around, meaning I know that we wouldn't be curious as to try to not just defend, but to give an answer or reason. Well, maybe she does it because of this reason. Well, of course she does it for some reason, and he probably does it for another reason or a reason also. Well, typically even with men who are abusers just because they've seen it. I mean, the reality of it is, is sure. that, that a lot of behavior is learned behavior. And so a lot, oftentimes when you see somebody that is involved in domestic violence, when you go and trace your family, there was, there was domestic violence there. That's not saying it's a justification, but there's still a reason that people act out, and so then that just means that they need the help they can get. But back to the question as far as what does a man do, I, I, you know, I still stand by my position that it depends on the scenario and the situation. If it's a woman that, even if she's acting crazy, you know that she really and truly cannot cause you physical harm because you are the stronger nine times out of ten. It makes no sense because you're not going to be able to. The law says that you can meet that you can meet force with like force. So the reality is is that if I hit a man and he hits me and knocks me clean out, that's not like force. So which is probably also why some men get arrested when they react and when they respond because you, in general, and we're talking about in general now, because you got some women out here that can that can take a man out. So, but in general, they are the stronger sex physically. Mm-hmm. And so sure. you cannot do to me what I do to you and say that it was like force because it's not. So... You know, so it's 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 one of those things. It's a thin line, which is why I will always tell my son to walk away, to not put his hands on a woman, to not do any of that thing. Do everything that you can to get out of a situation. You still have a duty if you can, you know, get out of a situation. Well, I'm not. I don't want to call it a duty because I don't want to make it seem like that. But it's always best to try to get yourself out of the situation. You don't have to stand there and take it. You can walk away. You don't have to that's stand the there problem. and argue with a woman. You can walk away. That, that's the problem. A lot of guys don't walk away when they get hurt, hit the first time by that woman. Mm-hmm. Walk away just like a woman. When that guy hits you the first time, oh, I'm sorry, boo. This, this, this relationship over with. I don't care how many, how many sorries you give me. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many flowers you buy me. Violence progresses. Yes. And people love to hit. See, people love to take their frustration out or their anger out on a softer target or a safer target. Ain't nobody going to walk up and hit somebody they know going to knock them out. They're just not going to do it. Predators prey on those weaker than themselves, and predators have no sex. You have male and female predators. If they feel you to be weaker, they're going to take advantage. They're going to strike. That's the animal nature in them. That's what they're going to do. I deal with predators every day, and they prey on, they don't care if that that person that prey is a male, they're going to prey on them. If they feel that the 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 the, the stronger object is a woman, they they're gonna back up off of it. It's just the fact that they're just presents. If that guy walks away and say, "I value myself. I'm not gonna let you hit me. I'm gonna walk away," they would never progress to the point where he have to put his hands on her. You're right. Men are naturally stronger, but it's impossible for him to measure. Okay, well, you hit me like this. Where I'm only gonna hit you like that. Because like you said, they're so Right. You, you can't, you're not going to do that. You're going to so hit measure, that. They can't. There's no way they can measure that to say, right. I'm going to match it because they're, they're physically stronger. They could just swat at us and we go flying across the room while we could swat at them. We'll hit them, but they ain't flying across the room. We hit them. I've never seen a woman hit a man. We go flying. We don't have that type of strength. So I agree with you on that. It just 
things progress and people don't want to walk away. They get too emotional. They, the person in a relationship is where the person you that's hitting on you is highly emotional. You can get up out of a relationship. They can't control their emotions, but then you're emotional because you make excuses for them and to keep allowing them to hit on you, and then it, it progresses to something very dangerous in the future. Yeah. So I, I just so mm-hmm. I, I would still my recommendation is always going to be for the man to get away, to leave it alone, to walk away. Don't put your hands on her. There's no, there's just not a reason to put your hands on it. Again, if it is a threat to your life, if he knocks you out, that's meeting, that's meeting, that's like force, because you can't attempt to take my life, and I not respond in a in in a uh, in a in that kind of manner because it's still self defense. Um, I mean, you can still argue self defense no matter what, but if if that person, whoever the aggressor is. But, you know, we got all these cell phones and all of these things. Walk away, call 911 on them. Call the police on them. Yeah, I, 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 you know, and I hear you. I, I do. I really do. Um, but it's not always that simple. It's not always that simple to just walk away. Unless your you life walk is away, in you can. Unless you, you walk away, and, and you if can. If you love yourself, it is. It, that's what I'm saying. No, it, it's it, it's it, not. It. What I'm saying is not that simple because every scenario, every situation, it's not going to always be so easy to just walk away. If now, in your some life instances, is not in danger. If your life is not in danger as a man, don't put your hands on a woman. That I am never going to. Say even even if you're trying to, even if you're attempting to restrain. A woman to prevent her from hitting you. You to restrain her means you may have to put your hands on her. Not that you're attempting to harm her, but you may have to touch her to put your hands on her to restrain her from keeping yourself or you know protecting yourself. Yeah, so but when I say what I'm saying is, on her, I'm not, I don't mean restraint. I mean physically striking her or something like that. Okay, to, to restrain somebody is completely different. But I'm saying. If you cannot, unless, as a man, unless your life is in danger, get out of the way. If a woman pulls a gun on you, you knock her out. (laughs) I mean, let's just be realistic here. But that's completely different. That's, I mean, you know, you can't can't sit there and allow somebody to, to, to try to attempt to take your life. And, you know, but even then, if there's a way out, Take the way out. It's always I'm gonna always look at you know let cooler heads prevail, and it doesn't matter if somebody oh, else is killing you. But if somebody else, you give somebody else the power when they can emotionally engage you and pull you into their drama. So if this woman is acting crazy, and that's not who you are, and you have not done anything to provoke this, you haven't done any of that. Get away. That, that I you know I just can't. There's just no way in the world that I can ever say that you should ever put your hands on a woman. Yeah, I don't care what she is. I don't care how loud mouth she is. I don't care how whatever derogatory term you have to say about her. My attitude is always going to be if you can, so, you know, preserve yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? And so basically it, it, in, a, in situations like that, if the man is a specific, expected and again, I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, I guess I'm just saying all situations are not are different, and they're not always just so simple. And so, if that is the case, it would seem that that means that the man is always put in a position when he's in a situation like that to be the higher, you know, person. Perhaps. To be that, and so what? So what is that saying about there for the woman? I mean, just you know. I mean, you know what? Let me we're talking about. I'm just gonna go here and say that at the at the end of the day, the average, and we're going by averages right now. God gave the average man a physical strength over the woman. She cannot match it. The average. So this we know. So mm-hmm. therefore, you have. So so yes. Yeah, so you're going to be held to a higher standard. To keep your emotions in check. It's. It, that's just all I can say about it. Don't put your hands on a woman. I will never tell my child in any situation. I don't care how crazy that woman gets, and except for the fact that if she can physically harm you, 
then you protect yourself and you do what you have to do. But it has to be it has to be to that situation. And yeah, maybe that's not always predictable. Maybe you don't know. Hey, maybe if I turn my back on this woman, she may pull out a weapon and try to do you know stab me in my back or do whatever. So you know, yeah, it's a way of assessing that situation. But we just we just did a conversation before when we talked about rising above emotion. Those mm-hmm. types of things have to be implemented even in those situations because you can't let somebody else pull you into their world, into their drama. You just can't do it. I don't care how crazy she is. So you're going to match crazy for crazy? Well, I get, but that's the point I'm making. So in this situation, basically the man is always expected to take the high role. So the man is... Not only is he physically stronger, mentally and spiritually, he must be stronger too to not be to be able to be in a position where he is able to rise above his emotion because the woman she doesn't have the same level of control. That would be uh, I, I don't, I'm not saying that the woman shouldn't have the same level of control, but the question is basically what happens in that particular scenario. And so if that is the scenario where you happen to be dealing with a woman who cannot seem to contain her emotion, then it would be in your best interest as a man to do so, to to maintain your emotional state. It, it, it only makes sense because, again, more than likely you're the one going to jail as a man. You're the one that's going to be seen certain light. Now, we have... Excuse me, some situations where you have seen uh, where a man has basically hit a woman and people cheered it on because of the way she was acting. Like one case, one of the scenarios that comes to my mind is that bus driver. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. And she spit on him and he said, oh, you going to jail now? No, yeah. yeah, Yeah, No, he he didn't hit her at first, but then when she spit on him, he knocked her tail out. Um, And everybody cheered him on. But so there are situations where we have seen a woman get knocked out and people have actually cheered for that man and have actually supported that man in those scenarios. Yeah, that was but, a that was a life and death situation. There was he's trying to drive a bus. Exactly. <laughs> she she tagging on him. She's just tagging him like I mean it's, it, I mean I understand a woman shouldn't hit a man, but that don't, and, and 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 a man is stronger than a woman, but that don't mean that our legs don't hurt. Me and my right. husband spar all the time, and he'll say, and I hit him because I'm, you know, I'm thinking this ain't gonna hurt him. He's like, okay, I get your point. Your point well made. You you took you made a strike. It hurt. Don't do it no more. It's like, oh, dad, I didn't realize that that really hurt. He's like, yeah, your little head's hurt. You know what I mean? So we we if we hit a man one time, that may not hurt him, but let me keep hitting him fifteen, right. twenty times. He gonna he going into battle mode. It's just. That's how and that's all I'm saying is just that but it's, it's, no it's, it's not natural. It's, but it's no different for from us when we're dealing mm-hmm. with children. What's expected of a man exactly. in, in confrontation with a woman I agree. is the same expectation of us when we were dealing with a child. It goes to who's stronger, you know, who's help. See, in, in society, society, even though society doesn't respect a woman, they know the truth is there. The truth is in the pudding that, Man is in charge of woman. He's supposed to protect the woman, not bring harm to her. That's 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 an unwritten law. So whenever a man is seen hitting a woman, it's like, oh my God, why would you hit her? She could be probably stabbing him ten times. Somebody still gonna have something to say. Well, he ain't have to hit her that hard, but yeah, he's beating right. to death. You know what I'm saying? Right. People would right. still have something to say. That case with the girl with the, I mean, she was really out of control. I was just like, oh my God. I'm like, at what point is he going to stop her? Because it's going to get pretty bad for him. He's going to have cuts, bruises, all of that. Because punching brings cuts. People may not know that, but right. punching can bring cuts and bruises. I mean, you you can really have some serious injuries from just somebody punching you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, again, it depends on the situation. Because if you have a woman who is a trained fighter who comes True. after you, right. So that's why I said right. it. So, so my first statement was it depends on the woman. It depends on the scenario. But if we're going just by the law of averages, then I'm going to say the average man needs to walk away from the average woman. If she's above average, completely different. Mm-hmm. If if you're dealing with a woman that's a third degree black belt, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. What, she can what, she can cause some that... serious harm to you. 
or just the sister that's in Grandmaster Anthony class. He will train you right. to defend yourself against a man, and he will teach you where to strike a man where it will hurt. So you're right. right. A woman who is taught by a man who knows how to fight, she know where to strike a man. She can really bring some damage to him. So you're right. totally right. I just wanted to give a shout out to Grandmaster Anthony. But- I, also. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, big brother. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's but that's the reality of it. So I'm I'm like what I'm saying. So it really depends on the situation, and it's it's a case by case situation. Right, I can't exactly. really make a blanket statement to say, well, what happens if this? Well, it depends on all of those factors. Do you have a right to protect yourself? All human beings have a right to protect and to defend themselves. It's the extent of the defense. And I guess that's really all I'm getting at. I'm really was dealing with the nature of a human being, the nature, and that it is not natural for anything, anybody, any animal, any human, whether it be male or female, to continuously allow anyone to abuse them and they not respond to defend themselves. And I wonder, so my question then becomes, do we think that when a man is in a situation where he is either being abused by a woman or taught in the sense that, you know, yes, you're not to hit a woman back, you're not to do any of these things if she does this or that, does it some kind of, it does it weaken him in any kind of way? I don't think so. Is the you don't think so? Tell me why not. Why don't you? I mean, think because so? it takes strength to 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 have restraint. That's a, that's a that's strength in and of itself. To be able to restrain mm-hmm. yourself and not respond in an emotional manner is 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 strength. There is nothing that you you know. I look at people because because I've already kind of put it out there. Yeah, well, you know, I've 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 gotten in somebody's face before. I, you know, even including people that maybe I've I've been romantically involved with or whatever, and I, in general, have not had men who responded by trying to knock my butt down. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because you're still with us. Oh, praise him. So, because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you act a fool sometimes, you know. So mm-hmm. the thing is, so I, I think the, the generally my thought is this. Women, keep your hands to yourself. Don't get in a man's face because there is no guarantee that he won't knock you on your butt. But as a man, if you can avoid it, avoid it, it, whatever is possible, walk away, do all of that kind of stuff. That's just where I am with it. But <laughs> it's, it, I, don't mm-hmm. think it, I don't think it weakens a man for him to to be able to control himself and not respond to someone else who is behaving in an irrational manner. Because typically if you are striking somebody, if you're acting crazy, if you're trying to harm a man knowing full well that nine times out of ten you can't beat him, then you are irrational. So why do why would why would why should I tell this man to now bring himself down to the level of this irrational person? Because then he's irrational. If she's acting a fool and you meet and you do the same thing, then you a fool too. So it's not about, you know, this is not that kumbaya or, you know, turn the other cheek type of thing. It's just that it makes no sense. Men often claim that women are emotional, men are not, they're more logical than we are and all of this stuff. Then then use those logical brain male brain cells <laughs> and show mm-hmm. your strength and show your strength. Right, prove it. Show and prove, prove right. Show and prove. Because if you if if you respond to her in the same manner, then don't tell me that 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 you're not as emotional as a woman. And that's the thing: we have a lot of emotional men running around here. It's just like uh, when I, the the clip I was telling you about when the minister said that that a man shouldn't abuse a woman. He said he basically said you running around here like you can't do anything with this woman. He said that's why you running around here with lace panties on. Hmm. You show your strength by being able to withstand that, as far as I'm concerned. Show and prove. You don't have to do all of that. Again, we're talking about averages, and we're talking about situations where your life is not in danger. 
you threaten his life, all bets are off. And you need to understand that. Yeah, this is um, definitely an interesting topic. <laughs> and I'd love to, um, you know, I would love to open this topic up to, you know, invite um, maybe some of our male guests to join in and maybe see what they think on this. You know, I know we we did discuss uh, the issue of, of uh, violence in a, in a, in a relationship uh, from a bullying standpoint, but uh, I do think we need to address the issue of violence in a relationship when it comes to controlling the other person. Um, in, in past conversations, we did talk about uh, our inability to control our emotions and how mm-hmm. devastating that is to our relationships, um, in particular our, our relationships between man and woman. Um, mm. The key to uplifting a black nation is to is to uh, address the issue of, of black man and black woman relationship is is dysfunctional and we definitely need to address it because once we fix the issue of black male female dynamics in a relationship is when our black nation will rise. I have to give that shout out to 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 Sister Ava Muhammad because she discussed that in her book, um in one of her books uh, so I definitely want to um, give that shout out to her because she hit that spot on. A Unit of Measurement mm-hmm. is the book that I'm referring to, um, and okay. she talks about in that book she talks about how important the black family is in the resurrection of the black nation. So I'm like, man, that's just that's very deep. Um, right now we're just so competitive with one another. It's, I got to have a one up on you. You got to have a one up on me. It's I gotta control you gotta control me and and those and that thinking is where violence has been incubated for for violence. So that's something mm-hmm. I wanted to really to discuss. What you guys thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I agree. Well, you know, there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was saying I agree with her that that yeah that control of another person does um, you know create situations that 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 can turn into violence because of jealousy, because of our our ability, because we think that we own another human being. And the reality of it is that we don't own other human beings. And we need to understand that concept. Men need to understand that I, as a woman, we're not man's woman, we're God's woman, first and foremost. I may be your wife, I may be your mate, I may be whatever, but I am the woman of God. So you don't own me. And when we get that through our heads, I think that we can understand. Just stop trying to control other people and, you know, and stop trying to be jealous. Well, I mean, I I guess that's a part of of jealousy, but not knowing what to do with that jealousy. Jealousy can create all sorts of scenarios in that person's mind. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you all think some of the root causes of, uh, in the, in this case, I, I guess we'll be talking about male or violence from a male to a female violence against women. What would you say are some of the uh, key reasons why a man would feel as if he needs to control a woman and the only way in which he can do that is by physical force? Because I know we are seeing more and more um especially now, there's so many crimes against women. And I'm talking about every kind of woman, whether no matter what color she might be, whatever whatever ethnic background she might be, and no matter where she might live, her status, her economic status, all across the board there is violence against women. There's the disrespect against women. And so when we think about some of the root causes, what would you all think are some of those causes? I mean, we talk about control, but what is the reason that one would feel that I need to control you? Well, I would say that I, I, I mean, uh, first of all, they don't have a relationship with their Lord. They don't understand where they fit in the pecking order. Because you have men who have a God complex. They think they are God. When I say God, I mean men. Uh, God, 
but not supreme God. So we have men walking around like they are supreme God. They have what is so called where do you role, think that comes from? Ambiguity. That comes from okay. lack of knowledge of God. That comes from you not searching for God. You have this, you have this, that's a devil thinking, really, because if you go to the history of, of bliss and how when God said bow to man, and he said, I ain't bowing to him. He made of mud. I'm made of fire. I'm better than him. That's the same spirit in which man acts today. It's the same exact spirit. I ain't so it's like that fiery nature. I ain't to nobody. Yeah, that. That good spirit. I ain't bowing to nobody because I'm great. Ain't nobody greater than me. That's man's spirit. And so when so you would you that say that that's spirit, equivalent to? Would you say that that is equivalent to like that of the ego? Because I know we delved into um, emotions and ego. So would that be similar to like the ego when you're dealing with Satan or Iblis and that fiery spirit of not wanting yeah. to submit? I, I do agree. Man is definitely at war with God right now. And as Sister Ava mentioned in her book, we're caught up in that. In his in in his war with God, I'm I'm taking this one. I'm gonna abuse this one. That's pretty much what is happening right here. Uh, while while Minister Farrakhan has been trying to uplift the black woman for how long? For how many years? Man is constantly trying to put her back down. Where the man is at war with God right now. If he stopped warm God, he'll see value in his woman. Or that man will see value in the woman until well, he stops warm yeah. with God. And it's and it's it's, it's self esteem. It's domination. First of all, yeah. we can go back to we can go back four hundred plus years. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you know, many of our people were in bondage in this country and you 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 were stripped of your manhood and in, in the eyes of your woman, all of these different things. Now this is not an excuse because I don't want it to sound like that, but it was taught also mm-hmm. the disrespect of women. You know this man could come in in front of you and your wife and and take what's yours and you couldn't do nothing about it as a man. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, and even though it's not an excuse, it still is a reason. Well, yeah, it's but a I'm, part of the 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 whys, you know, not making excuses, but, you know, everything that happens, you know, there is a root cause. And if the root, if the reason is strong enough, it definitely has an effect and can um, put a person in a position where it's difficult to come out. So you, if I'm a man and I've watched another man take my wife in front of me, so this is going into my DNA. And so now this fear, this thought process is being passed down to my seed. And, again, not that anybody is making excuses, but although it's not an excuse, it is a reason. And it's, it's deep like that. You know, and maybe this is the reason why for some is it can be a challenge to shake because if I've been made to feel like I'm less than and now I'm attempting to regain my power because I know that naturally, you know, I am of a higher being and as I continue to try to reach, I don't have anything to really grab onto. So you disrespecting me, she's laughing at me. I can't do this right. I can't do that right. So the only thing that I can do is grab hold to your neck or to, to, to punch you or to hit you. And it's so unfortunate because it really shows how much um, work we have to do to repair and to heal and to bring us out of this condition so that we can return and go back to the way in which God has intended or intended for us to be. You know, I, I forgot which one of our, our scholars, our black scholars talked about this, but he, I forgot which one. I wish I could remember who it was. It'll I've been listening to so many different ones. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who it was. But um, until we let go of this European way of thinking, 
then mm-hmm. and we get back to the way we're with it. We're a matriarchal people, meaning that our, our women hold value in our society. The European is patriarchal. The woman holds no value in his society. So they are, right. they're useless. Um, that's, part, that's, that's one of the main reasons why the European woman had to, had, had to give birth to this feminist movement because they were fighting for rights to be respected. That was never an issue in, in our society because we had what the royal empress was, was black women who were running empires. I mean, come on, Absolutely. we can go through the history. I mean, yeah, we have a great warrior. Uh, you know, we have the mother of Shaka Zulu, great warrior. So in our society in Africa, we our, our women held high places. But in the European society, she holds no value. She's just there for entertainment. Until our people give back that European's patriarchal way of thinking and get back to our original way of thinking, we're going we're gonna to continue to have these problems. We will continue to have these problems as long as you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. We have to return the package to the sender. It's not ours. It doesn't belong to us. Give it back. A nation can rise no higher than its woman. And so we can look at any condition of any um, place in the world and we see that if we can see the condition that the woman is in, we see the condition or the state of being that that nation is in. Look at America. America is in the worst condition out of all on this planet. We live in the hells of North America, meaning where everything goes. Everything around is falling. But look at the condition of the woman. Look at where she's at. Look at where she's placed in society. Look at how she's abused. Look at how she's disrespected. Look at her pay. Look at the education. Although, you know, now we definitely are in a different state educationally-wise. But if you you know, we're lagging behind. You, you look at other places. Now, we might not think we're lagging behind. I'm sure many women would probably argue that point because we're looking at, um, hey, you're allowed to make a dollar. You're allowed to go to school and get an education. So we may look at it like we are in a different place in society, but I'm looking at the disrespect and the lack thereof, any respect for the woman. It bears witness to our condition. And as we were saying, or as what was spoken earlier, until we decide that we're not here anymore, then there's no way that, you know, even with the the black man, if he is our protector and he's the person who's been put on the planet to respond and stand up for us and on our behalf if he is feeling as if it's okay to even abuse us the same way his slave master's children taught him or abused him, then it almost seems as if there's no hope. What do you all feel is the, not the cure, but how do we switch gears and change um, where we are right now, understanding the condition that both the black man and the black woman are in and why violence is continuously perpetrated amongst, you know, the black woman. Even when you start thinking about all of the um, women that's coming up missing throughout the world, particularly in the U.S., but you see it everywhere, I forget what statistics said um, this year alone how many women have come up missing, just just disappeared. I know at one point, you know, everyone was saying, bring home our girls. I haven't heard that in a while, but it's become an epidemic all over. Where do we go? What do we do? What are some of the things that we can do? to change or switch gears? I think as, as, as a black woman, we have to be, we, we're the first teacher, right? We have yes, to we are. go on, in our community, we have to teach the value of the black woman. We have to teach that. And in teaching that, we have to encourage our men 
to stand up for us. I mean, more and more, I mean, I do see more women being vocal about mistreatment of women because that whole movement has been started by women. You mm-hmm. see more men saying, you know what? I'm supporting these women because my mother, I, I'm come from a woman. I've heard so many male athletes. Cause they, you know, the NFL had like for a minute, they had a campaign talking about the mistreatment of women and they had the NFL players coming out and they were making statements. Hey, I come from my mother. I, I'm standing up for my mother. I'm standing up for my sister. I'm standing up for every woman that I know. And I think that's one of the ways that we can change this around. We as women got to stand up and say we're valued. We have to show each other value. Can't ask someone to value you if you don't value yourself. If we as women start warring with each other, then we, we start uniting. That in itself is going to elevate us, and that's going to force men to respect us a lot more. Can't respect people that's fighting with each other. You're like, oh, I don't want to respect mm-hmm. one of them. They uniting together. It's like, oh, man, that's, that's a whole lot of power over there. I'm going to respect mm-hmm. you. When we start to respect each other, like black women, we have to respect each other more and see the value in ourselves. As women, mm-hmm. we have to value ourselves more. We so we're so quick to give our bodies away to these men. How could a man see you as value? He met you yesterday. He's sleeping with you tonight. Now, in his mind, you're useless to me. You're not worth anything because not only have I slept with you, I know about ten other people that slept with you. You're not valued to me, so now I'm gonna hit you. Now I'm gonna treat you like dirt. And when I get tired, I'm gonna kill you and throw your body over in the lake somewhere because you're of no value. We have to dictate. We have to dictate our value, our worth. How can a man treat you like garbage if you treat if you don't treat yourself like that? Because you're not gonna stand for that at work. You know, I deal with a lot of men. It's always, hey, little mama, excuse me, brother, don't call me little mama. You call me missus, or you call me officer. You don't call me little mama. Well, I wasn't trying to disrespect you. I said, but you are disrespecting me. Right. Some men ain't never been taught how to respect a woman because they ain't never met no woman. I mean, you have a lot of brothers who come from a household where a woman was abused by, by mm-hmm. several men. This man come in the house for a while and abused their mama. He leave. Another man come in the house and abused their mama. So they in their community, they may not have seen that. Some brothers do mm-hmm. come from that type of environment. Not all of our men, but there are some brothers that come from that type of environment. They have to be taught. Like this one one young young man, and um, he was talking to a lieutenant, and she's a female, and she asked him a question, and he started yelling at her. And she said, she said, first and foremost, good morning, brother. She said, now, why are you, why are you yelling? Do you really know he really did not understand that he don't use the same voice to a woman that he used to a man? He was very sincere because I said, I asked him, I said, you know you don't use that tone when you're talking to a woman. That scares her. He said, I apologize. I was not really yelling. That's his aggressive nature. He was so aggressive to women like he is to men. You can't be that way. See, we have to teach men how to treat us. We have to teach them or educate them on our value. If we don't do that, they won't value us. So it's our responsibility yeah, but you to know, some I've extent. Seen women. And the more we teach, the more our brothers will jump in and, 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 and reinforce that. Yeah, I was going to say I've seen scenarios, I don't know if you've ever run into it, where Women, you know, they'll have their son, and they'll say, "Oh, my son gonna grow up. He gonna, he gonna be a player. He gonna have oh, all the women. Yeah. He gonna be this. Oh, yeah. He's gonna be that." So um, when we talk about the teaching. The a heartbreaker. Starts the teaching starts at home because we we do see this, and you know, and I and I hear these statistics when they talk about which we'll have a conversation one day about that, but about single parents and single moms, and you know, the, the, because of the makeup in the household, that's why the men are this and the men are that. But, again, if mom is the first teacher, where where do you get these things from? How are you being taught something other than what is, you know, being taught in your house? Now, I get that there's outside influences. But also we have to look at the fact, too, that when men mistreat women, it's also learned behavior in their household. If you are in a household where a boy is being raised in a dysfunctional home where dad and mom are arguing all the time or where dad puts his hands on mom, chances are when he grows up, even though he witnessed that, he's going to turn around and abuse as well. So Either he will abuse, absolutely. In most cases, that is um, what happens. But then in some cases, because he's seen the abuse, then he wants to take the other opposite role. Yeah. 
and not be the abuser. But it's yeah. unfortunate either way. Yeah. I mean, well, usually you see it though. Usually when you see an mm-hmm. abused man, if if you if you shake the tree a little bit, he would have been he will have been um, exposed to abuse um, mm-hmm. somewhere, somebody where he would have witnessed that and thought that it was okay. And it's just like scenario after scenario when you see it, you know, and it doesn't affect all the children. Not necessarily. Some boys, you know, are going to come to their mother's aid and they're always going to be their mom's protector. And, you know, and, and they have such a love for their mother that they would never do it. But then the opposite side, flip side of that is the the guys who don't, the man who just completely disrespects the mother and allows the children. There was a video, I believe it was an interracial couple, but I can't remember. She may have just been really, uh, I don't Okay, let me stop because I don't remember the, the racial makeup. The point is the father was in the household and the father allowed the children to mistreat the mother. The father was abusive towards the mother and the children were as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, you know, they would talk to her any kind of way, call her out of her name, and, and the father condoned it. The, co- the father really kind of encouraged it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so those children grow up and they do that to a woman. It's because they were taught that. And so it's it's just like even going back to my point about, you know, during slavery, it's a matter of certain things being taught. And if this man disrespects his woman, he has no regard for his woman or anything like that, then that's learned behavior. You know, even when we look at this doesn't, I mean, well, it's still abuse, you know. I think infidelity can be a form of abuse, particularly if you're just out there, you know, whoring around and all of those things. But just think about that whole image of them going and bedding whoever they chose to, which means that there was no sanctity for marriage, and it still was mistreatment of that woman because it... it, it All right, it's a disrespect. Yeah. It was a disrespect. And so a lot, so many things is not nature but nurture. Mm-hmm. And so you've been nurtured in a society that disregards and disrespects women in general, and so that's what you do. On the, you know, we also have situations where we don't because it's like, well, we don't want to be like the dominant society, so to speak, and so you, you do things a little bit differently. But right. I definitely think right. that we have to be careful in our homes uh, in terms of what we're exposing our young sons to. And even if the father isn't in the home, but mom has all these different boyfriends or maybe even one boyfriend who's abusive towards her, He's still seeing mm-hmm. that, and he's still, that's the first impression you get about how to treat women, I think, sometimes is with mm-hmm. your mother. And so, if and, and then the other part of that is if you have a mother who is, you know, shows no type of respect at all that you can't respect, you know, there's a hatred mm-hmm. and an anger that you can turn towards other women as a result of that. It's just so oh, many yeah. factors. It's so many factors that cause that yeah. to take yeah. place. And so it's just like you said, we got to heal our people from within so that we can stop. Because if we, if you love yourself, if you really love yourself, you're not going to want to harm yourself. And your right. mate, your mate, in the right circumstance, is your second self. Right. That's your twin half. So why would you want to abuse? You know, what should be yeah. a part of you. But if you hate yeah. yourself, it's easy to it's easy to harm yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot especially of repairs. In mm-hmm. Especially in a society where people self medicate. I mean, if mm-hmm. that's a that's just an example of of, of a kilo, an example of people not loving themselves. They will abuse themselves. So if I abuse my own personal self, my own personal body, I'll abuse my mate. I'll definitely will abuse my children. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and like you said, it goes back to self-love, and I don't know if we really or most really understand um, what that means, you know, self-love, self-love, okay, loving myself. And because it's often repeated but yet rarely understood, you know, people believe that they really do love themselves. But, you know, I guess I always say you, you... if you looking in the mirror, you know, at yourself, um, to really be able to fall in love with yourself, as the both of you, you know, um, mentioned somewhat, you really have to 
be able to first appreciate, you know, what you're looking at and have the desire to want to be, you know, free and not closed mentally, not um, because when you have a desire to want to be free, then that means that you don't want anybody else to take away your freedom. People take away your freedom by the way in which they choose to treat you. You know, disrespect is a taking away of your freedom. You know, putting somebody, putting them their hands on you is taking away of your freedom. But when you ask most people, well, do you love yourself? Well, of course I love myself. But then all of their actions really scream the opposite. So just really fully embracing and understanding what that really means and what it looks like, but also understanding that that is um, the root cause of the why, you know, why we find ourselves in these types of situations in the first place. As we were talking, I was reflecting, and I believe I spoke about this in another conversation that we um, were having when we were dealing with the raising of the black male child. Um, I recall a um, a young woman who was married, and she um, had um, a couple of children um, by her her husband. But the issue was mm-hmm. that her son would always disrespect her. I mean, she was always having an issue with him, always having a problem with him. Every time she said anything to him, he immediately got an attitude. She could never really fully connect with him. So they rarely, they didn't get along. Um, And one of the things that we talked about, uh, because we were, you know, trying to deal with what is it, what is, why is he responding this way? And so one of the things that I um, pointed out to her was that because she was in a relationship with this, with her husband, who was his father, and this relationship was that of an of an abusive one. He abused her constantly. He disrespected her constantly. He called her out of her name constantly. He put his hands on her, and he did this, you know, while the son oftentimes witnessed it. So what I had saw was a son who was very angry. He was angry actually at his mother because here he was, a young boy, not the physical strength of his father because he was still young and still growing. And he actually resented his mother. I resent you because you put me in this situation and I am not able to physically stand up and protect you the way I would like to because this is a strong man who happens to be my father. And because you refuse to stand up for yourself, because you refuse to leave, and this has been going on ever since I've been a young child, so I'm used to it now, then when you say something to me, I'm automatically snapping back at you. When you tell me to do something, whatever kind of conversation or engagement that we have, I don't have any respect for you because I've watched you be my role model and allow this man to abuse you over and over and over again, and you continue to go back. You continue not to get us out of this situation. You're supposed to be my protector, and and yet I'm really supposed to be yours, but I can't because I'm a young man, and I have not grown to that place yet. So the father put fear in him when he was a little boy, and now as he's growing to become a man, he's not there yet and still fears the father, so he takes it out on the mother because he's, in other words, saying, I resent you. You should have escaped. You should have gotten us out of here. And I can't protect you the way I really want to protect you. So instead, I'm going to lash out against you. Instead, I'm going to disrespect you. Instead, I'm just not going to follow any of your instructions. Because deep down inside, I realize that you've taught me really not to love you because you didn't have enough love for yourself and really enough love for us as your children to get us out of this situation. And I hate you for that. And we see this often, 
you know, we see this often, but it's played out differently. Very deep subject. <laughs> a very deep it subject matter, is. but it, it it's is. so real. Yeah. So real. You're hitting it right on the head like yeah. And, you know, we can't forget the mental abuse either. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you yeah. don't have to physically put your hands on somebody to mentally mm-hmm. abuse them. How many women are insecure about themselves and things like that because of something somebody else has said to them or, you know, they have children and haven't lost the weight that they want to lose and they tell you know, and the man is, you know, talking about them and telling them nobody's gonna want you and then that per that woman actually internalizes it. And it's like he doesn't have to do the work because the seed is now planted. Right. Right, right, right. So it's it's a whole lot of stuff, and usually, and for you to to do that to somebody else, it clearly means there's something going on with your self esteem. So who told you that about you? Who told you something was wrong with you? Because the reality, you know, I, I know it's cliche to say now that hurt people hurt people. Usually, you can look in somebody's life, and there's a reason mm-hmm. behind everything. Right, right. Mhm. It's been a good one. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us on another conversation with the Royal Empress. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. Tune in next week for another enlightening conversation. For more information on the Royal Empress, please visit the website royalempress.org. You can also follow the Royal Empress on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations with the Royal Empress is a subsidiary of the Royal Empress Organization. All rights reserved.